The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss financial markets' reaction to the Ukraine-Russia conflict. We'll also define different types of market pullbacks and explore what history tells us about them. Lastly, We'll review earnings from Chinese tech giant Alibaba. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. The Ukraine-Russia conflict turned into a full-scale war this week. Russia claimed that two separatist-held regions in eastern Ukraine were in fact independent and then invaded those territories. Russia quickly started a wider invasion as was predicted by the United States and its Western allies. Russia will attempt to take over Ukraine quickly and secure valuable assets like ports, agriculture, and mineral deposits. Oil and gold moved higher on the news due to gas supply concerns and gold being a traditional safe haven during times of uncertainty. Generally, financial markets reacted negatively, with most stocks trading lower. The Nasdaq is now flirting with bear market territory, and the S&P 500 is in a technical correction. Bear market? Correction? What do these terms mean? Both describe declines in value, but they are different in magnitude. A bear market is defined as a decline of 20% or more from the most recent high. A correction is a decline of greater than 10, but less than 20%. In purely percentage terms, a bear market is worse than a correction. With the S&P 500 now down over 10%, what does history tell us about what happens after a correction. Since 1970, the S&P 500 has experienced a total of 29 corrections or bear markets. The index saw a bear market where its peak or high to trough its low exceeded 20% just seven times. That means the other 22 periods avoided a bear market. Corrections, on average, lasted 110 days, or about four months, with the longest being 531 days, and the shortest being just 13 days. 
not including bear markets, since 1970, the S&P's average performance after a correction was positive 13.8% after three months, positive 20% after six months, positive 22.2% after nine months, and positive 27.3% after 12 months. Again, past performance is no guarantee of future results, but this is an interesting dynamic and suggests that a buy-low strategy benefits over time. Lastly, Chinese tech company Alibaba reported earnings this week. This is important news because Baba, as it's known, is a big player in Chinese online retail, giving us a glimpse into consumer sentiment in Asia's most populous country. Also because the Chinese government started aggressively regulating big tech firms in 2020, and we are starting to see the effects of that crackdown. Last year, Alibaba pledged to reinvest all profit towards growth initiatives, hoping to sustain the double-digit sales increases it's managed for almost a decade. But its competition continue to make inroads, particularly with newer models for online commerce, including community buying, a hyper-local format that delivers goods to local neighborhoods, and online deals. Despite increased competition, sales rose almost 10% for the three months ending December 2021, which sounds great, but that was far below the 40% plus growth that was common before the government scrutiny began. Net income tumbled to $3.2 billion after the company took a big hit from losses in its global investment portfolio. Annual active consumers did rise by $43 million to a better-than-expected $1.28 billion. Cloud revenue also increased 20%. Noting a shift in strategy, Alibaba's chief executive stated that retaining existing users and focusing on increasing revenue from those current clients would be prioritized over acquiring new users. Clearly, the regulation that tempered growth has forced a change in direction from one of China's biggest companies. Next week, we'll look at oil markets as prices are poised to move higher in the short term. Tune in next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.